on the 420 SF Studio, you are listening to the Sloppy Pod Podcast, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast, ba 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 coming to you from, uh, where, where was I? Coming to you from, uh, the, <laughs> the great Pacific North, Northwest, Lakewood, Washington. Okay, whatever. It's the Sloppy Pod, what do you expect? How you doing? Good? Great? Fantastic. Thank you. Uh... It is Sunday, May 8th, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you all. To all the mothers out there and all the mothers out there, if you know what I mean. I hope you're you're having a fantastic day. Uh, Whatever that might entail, you know, maybe, uh, who knows. Uh, <laughs> I have no clue as to where I'm going with that. Um, but yeah, I, I hope uh, those that um, appreciate you, uh, I hope they showered you. Uh, what am I saying? Like, uh, affection, okay? That's what I'm trying to say. Gave you affection. Oy vey. Um, yeah, I hope, uh, hope everything went great for you. Uh, it is episode 110. Yep, number one one zero. You know, uh, <laughs> I was just gonna mention uh, my. So my mom passed uh, coming up on seven years ago. Okay, uh, so I call my dad on Mother's Day. <laughs> I call my dad on Mother's Day, and just as I alluded to a, a minute ago, I wished him a happy. Mother's Day, if you, you know what I'm saying, and he always appreciates that. He gets the joke. Yeah. So anyway, just thought I'd uh, throw that to you. Uh, so in the in the past uh, couple few weeks, maybe I don't know when the last time we spoke, um, but I wound up the the podcast hit 4,000 downloads. Wee. Yeah, I mean that—that's something. But I'll tell you, um, because of my own undoing, um, <coughs> excuse me—I've <coughs> uh, kind of fallen off. You know, I, I haven't really been keeping up with the podcast as of late. I plan to uh, change that. <coughs> uh, <laughs> yum. Uh, I plan to change that. Within the next week or so, I, I look. I'm just trying to get through each day. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, <clears throat> it has become a struggle with whatever I have going on uh, in my neck. I, I don't, dude. I'm telling you what. I think it's all tied together, uh, and I've tried to. I've tried to let my doctors know. So I'm going through physical physical therapy. Well, okay, so we won't go, we won't go into it too much, but I have something going on on my right side. It's progressive. I mean, it started out with just, well, uh, okay, so I'm sorry. Let's just scrap that. Uh, I don't, (coughs) I don't need to be sharing too much of that. My apologies. Let's move on, okay? (coughs) (coughs) Yes, I have had, um, I uh, recently had 
uh, and I mentioned this also, good Lord, uh, uh, COVID over a few weeks ago, I mean, it started in, um, around, uh, Easter, and I've, you know, look, I've been over it, but dude, it's lingering in my chest, it's embarrassing because, (laughs) well, so I went to church this morning, um, and I'm trying to suppress the cough as best as I can, as best, uh, you know what I'm saying, um, and dude, I, so, uh, everyone is singing, you know, we're doing the, uh, uh anyway, so everyone is standing up, singing and everything, and I, I hawked up what they call a loogie, um, yeah, it wasn't pretty. And I have no way to spit it out. And no, I didn't swallow it. Good God, no. Uh, But it was like an oyster. (laughs) It was like an oyster, dude. I mean, it was gnarly. And I just had to, I had, I made a beeline for the bathroom. And, oh man. And then, well, not to be gross or anything, but it's still yellow. I mean, I think I've got a still uh, an infection or something. I don't know, man. It, it was gross. Uh, let's go. Let's move on from that. So sorry about that. Uh, how you doing? Hope you're uh, feeling good. Feeling? I'm feeling okay. I mean, <coughs> considering. Um, trying to keep the oysters at bay, if you will. Ah. Uh, <laughs> it was so gross. Oh man. Uh, what else is going on? What am I? Okay, I'm just checking on some. Uh, let's see here. Let me get a little sippy. Nothing but water, man. Gotta gotta increase the water intake, dude. Big time. Okay, so uh, what? What's new since we last spoke, okay? I don't remember when that was, but uh, I was looking for a little, a few topics here and there, and uh, the only thing, well, the main thing I could come up with was Elon Elon Musk uh, purchasing uh, Twitter for $44 billion. Yeah, drop in the bucket, right? Oh, my God. That guy's just so stinking filthy rich. Uh... Anyway, he bought Twitter, 44B, and has a uh, growth plan on a massive scale. This guy is, I don't know where he gets the time. I mean, he's got uh, SpaceX, he's got uh, 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 the car deal thing, you know. Man, dude, come on. (laughs) So anyway, uh, according to E's plan, you know, Elon E., uh, he claims he can increase Twitter's annual, I'm sorry, that should be annual, Freudian slips, so sorry about that, annual, not annual, uh, so, yeah, the, uh, annual revenue from, uh, to, oh, let's see, he, oh my god, please help me, <laughs> he hopes to increase it to $26.4 billion by 2028, that's up uh, from $5 billion last year. That's sick. That's oh man, where is it? Good Lord Almighty, where is my uh? Excellent, excellent, oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> anyway, little uh, Mr. Burns. <laughs> I totally missed that mark though. Uh, let's see here. 
Oh, I'll tell you what. Um, as I was about to say, it matters not. I mean, to me or, or to anybody that... I don't really use Twitter that much. You know, I have an account, but... Uh, I'll tell you who doesn't have an account. <laughs> uh, you remember uh, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow dude? Ay, ay, ay. He, uh... So, upon the news that, that Elon had purchased Twitter, Mike Lindell created a new account. Uh, I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. I'll okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so he uh, created a new account. And within hours of setting up the new account, he <laughs> he uh, got canceled. Uh, they they banned him once more. Where did I see that? Oh, uh, where is that? Oh, come on, dude, really? Okay, so I I had I don't know what happened to it. Uh, I had a uh, a whole different. What happened to it? Man, that really, uh, well, anyway, did I, okay, so I had a, a thing with, um, Mike Lindell talking about his new account, uh, and how, well, it doesn't matter at this point. Good God. Man, dude, what the hell? Heck, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that just didn't work out too well for me, did it? Uh, let's see here. I'll tell you what. Um, let's take a look here. Hang on a second. See where we're at here. Uh, okay, so I'll tell you what. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys. We are back here at the 420SF studio by way of the 420SF time machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last time I talked to you, it was Sunday, it was Mother's Day, and today is Wednesday, hey, hey, yeah, so sorry about that, but, um, man, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I just have things that I gotta get done, um, very important things. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, right you are, Gomer. Uh, yeah, a funny thing happened to me on the way to the office. Um, so let me explain something. Uh, it is now Thursday. That first segment, uh, stating that it was Wednesday, I could have just deleted that and left it out, but I wanted to paint a picture for you to let you know just how kind of, eh, semi-chaotic my everyday has been lately. Um, case in point, uh, I was, <clears throat> I was recording yesterday, and lo and behold, I had to jump up and take care of something, nothing urgent, nothing was on fire or anything, uh, except those jalapenos I ate the, uh, anyway, never mind, forget about it, um, so, so I, I took care of that, 
Uh, and but I just want to let you know that things uh, things kind of get in the way. They just kind of crop up, and that's what happened here. So uh, I'm here for now <laughs> to uh, bring in uh, what was what was I gonna? Oh, Mental Health Awareness Month. That is May. We are um, where are we at? May May twelfth, Thursday, May twelfth. Um, yeah, it's also ALS Awareness Month. Uh, you know, that, that kind of, uh, shares itself because, you know, the, both of those, um, uh, both of those, uh, entities, um, kind of share the month and they share my, um, my attention. I have not really done anything with the uh, <clears throat> with the ALS uh, Awareness Month as of late for the last for the last year or so, but uh, I'm I'm gonna see if I can get my team together uh, for this year and do the walk um, because look to be honest with you I've been missing my brother who passed away from ALS. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I have this, um, this pendant, uh, that my brother, hang, hang on a sec. Sorry about that. Uh, I have this pendant that my other brother, uh, <laughs> he would say the surviving brother, but, uh, my brother Carrie, uh, had bought me. And it, um, it is a pendant with, uh, it's a blue, real beautiful pendant, uh, that has Tim's ashes, uh, scattered within, um, in a kind of a, like a zigzag, uh, form. Um, and so I wore that the other day when I went to the dentist, the dentist, uh, because Tim used to tease me all the time about about my teeth my teeth have never really been that great uh i used (laughs) i used to uh as a child my dad uh because we were poor back then my dad had my teeth uh capped with silver caps okay yeah uh beautiful beautiful caps right uh no uh they were hideous uh and if you've ever seen the spy who loved me, <laughs> the spy who loved me, there, yeah, just look it up. Just you know, there's there's a dude in there with uh, caps on his teeth, silver caps, and it's hilarious because it just, yeah, it, it just is. Anyway, Tim uh, would tease me relentlessly uh, about my teeth, so I thought, you know, how apropos to uh, put him and bring him with me to the dentist's office. Uh, anyway, and that in and of itself, uh, the whole dentist thing, I learned the, uh, the other day that I am going to have to have full on dentures. No, no, none of my teeth that I have in my head, which look, to be honest with you, I, I don't have that many left. I mean, I do, but, uh, they're all shot according to this guy. And he, you know, he was legit. So, uh, I don't know how I'm going to handle this, okay? Uh, 
yeah, it, this is going to be a, a complete mind F, if you get my drift. Uh, and so that kind of plays into the whole mental health awareness because I'm, I'm already going through depression, okay? It doesn't sound like it. Uh, by the way, I am, you know, <sighs> there are certain things I, I feel like I need to put on. I, you can't walk around. I mean, I don't know. I'm not debilitated by my depression. I'm not to that point. But I I feel like I could drop to that point when I have to have all my teeth taken out. That's going to be something. I am not looking forward to this at all. And uh, I would ask for your prayers if I, if I may. Ugh, man. Uh, my plan going forward... While I'm healing from... Uh, dude, this is major surgery. There's uh, a few teeth that are you know, wrapped around the... I don't know. He explained it, but he said that's going to be a major oral surgery. And, yeah, it's going to take a few hours. And, uh, ugh, good God Almighty. So, you know, and good God Almighty indeed. He's going to get me through this. Uh, right? Right, G? <laughs> or Jesus? <coughs> oh, sorry about that. <coughs> oh, man. Choked on that one, man. Uh, but so, yeah. Uh, Mental Health Awareness Month and uh, ALS Awareness Month. Uh, just be, um, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see, um, you know, when I'm putting together my team, I'd like to see my buddy Mark and his wife Jennifer maybe join me on the trail. I think it's going to be out there at Fort Stillicum Park, as well as uh, maybe Sean and his wife Julie. And I'm, I'm going to try to get the, the band back together, as it were. Uh, that would be very special. So anyway, uh, that is what I've got to look forward to. Yeah, eating applesauce and uh, and and whatever soft food, you know. Oh my gosh, I'm not looking forward to it, man. But it it is what it is. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, I'm there. There's going to be um, an issue with uh, I have what is called macroglossia. Look it up. Uh, <clears throat> Google it because uh, macroglossia. Well, I'll just say it's a uh, enlarged tongue. Okay, uh, you know, not to get too personal, but <laughs> when, dude, when I was born, I went without thyroid uh, hormone for about two and a half, close to three years without thyroid hormone. Okay. Look that up. Google that. Because what happens is you have you have issues, man. Those are formative years and you have to have that uh, that base, that that uh, that hormone to start regulating your the growth of your body. And dude, I did not have that. So they caught it uh God. They caught it just in time 
for me not to grow up as a uh, uh, little guy. Like, <clears throat> you know, I'm, look, I'm 5'2", but it could have been a lot worse, man. Oh, my God. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I could have been uh, part of the circus. No. Hey, look, those little people, man, they make a living. They make a living. So, you know. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah. It, it chokes me up because I, I, I feel fortunate in some regard. But I also, you know, I never feel sorry for myself. Well, sometimes maybe... And that's part of the mental health awareness. Um, anyway, I need to quit going on about it. But just to let you know, that that's uh, why I'm 5'2". And maybe not the sharpest tool in the shed. Uh, I've, I've always been told I present well. I present well. I've been told that uh, all my life by therapists, by, by different people in the professional community... Um, but the thing, what happens is, I may present well <clears throat> from the get-go. <coughs> Man! Real quick, and I'll, then I'll uh, get out of this. But um, I present well, and then what happens is, my learning curve drops dramatically, and I <laughs> it goes way down. So... But hey, I'm I'm doing the best I can under such circumstances. Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm the way God made me. No apologies. No apologies. No. Uh, yeah, no apologies. Right. Anyway, uh, we're gonna go to uh, a break so I can uh, cool the jets, as it were, and uh, hang out, man. Don't go anywhere. Uh, give me a step stool that I can stand on oh man oh we're gonna be right back don't go anywhere from around the corner to around the planet we probe the globe to bring you the breaking news, true stories of the weird, the bizarre, the unusual, and the ridiculous, as reported in newspapers and telecasts across the nation and the world. All right, time for news of the weird. Let's go. <laughs> this first story will open your eyes. It sure did with this woman. Rosa Isabel Suspedis, <laughs> I, I know I'm mispronouncing, Kalaka, <laughs> Shakalaka. Uh, picture this, okay? You and your fellow pallbearers are carrying the coffin of a beloved family member to its final resting spot. Hey! When all of a sudden, you hear knocking from within the coffin. <laughs> oh, man! It was Kalaka. This Kalaka, who was actually alive and found to be gasping for air when the coffin was placed on the ground. Quote, She opened her eyes and was sweating. Juan Segundo Cajo, I don't know, uh, the caretaker of the cemetery, described the scene. Uh, I immediately, immediately, immediately went to the office and called the police. What are they going to do? Arrest her? 
Yeah, you're supposed to be dead. You're under arrest. Uh, sh get the hell out of here. No, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading my own notes and I said she was arrested a short time later. No, I kid. So, no, she was not arrested. Good lord. Uh, Metro UK reported that after Kalaka observed, uh, after she observed everyone at her own funeral, her husband, her husband, her family rushed her to the referential hospital, uh, for care. Doctors had difficulty finding signs of life, immediately putting her on life support until she died a few hours later. Really? So, she was never dead. They thought she was dead. They are going to bury her. Come to find out she's alive, and then she dies. What is that? What? That's almost like uh, something out of uh, Candid Camera. We thought it'd be funny. Uh, anyway, God rest her soul. Onward and upward. Ah, oh, boy. Um... Let's see here. Let's uh, transfer this over there. Oh, here's here's a nice little story here. Um, <laughs> a former top boss of the the uh, Russia uh, of Russia's biggest state-owned oil companies died after receiving a dubious treatment for a sh from a shaman uh, over the weekend. The Russian media says uh, Luke Oil board member. Alexander Sabatine, I guess, I don't who knows, uh, who no longer held a management role at the firm, was found dead in uh, a town just outside of Moscow. I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Uh, he was found in a house owned by a local healer or medicine man known as a Magua, who knows, according to state agency TASS, or TOSS. Uh, yeah, so, come to find out, let's see, uh, okay, so, quote, who's, who's being, okay, so anyway, uh, they would make an incision on the skin, dripped toad poison there, and after the patient vomited, he allegedly would feel better. Uh, MASH, uh, claimed, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm butchering this story, um, anyway, someone claimed that uh, that uh, alleging uh, Sebatine had been a frequent customer who came seeking treatment for hangovers. Oh, yeah. Um, suddenly, he felt unwell and his heart ached. <laughs> uh, the shaman decided not to call an ambulance. Shush, hush. Gave him some usual some usual heart drops and put the billionaire to sleep in the basement where he later died. Uh, whether Alexander got sick from the poisonous toad or something else is not clear, but the investigation will soon figure it out. Huh. Well, another one bites the dust. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for that. Uh, let's see here. What else is there? I had, I thought I had another one. We're, not, we're, we're gonna skip that one. Is that the only one? Oh, hang on a second. I've got a couple more here. <coughs> How you doing, good? I hope you're doing well. Um, tomorrow, it, it's Thursday, by the way. Um, 
So yeah, I'm gonna try to get this out the door by uh, tonight, uh, so it can be on a Friday drop list. Yay! Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna try real hard to get it out the door. Well, out the door. You know what I mean? Uh, out there in outer space, I guess. Um. A uh, 78-year-old man in Slidell. Okay, okay. Uh, 78-year-old man in Slidell, Louisiana, was unable to get a good grip on a squirrel that was attacking him on April 26th, possibly because the <laughs> possibly because the squirrel was quote eating his hand, according to Slidell police. KATC TV reported that the uh, man was <laughs> sorry. He was trying to choke the squirrel, who inflicted a significant injury on the victim. Uh, police said the man was walking around outside when the varmint came at him from the direction of the roof without any provocation. And a prescient, uh, well, we're going to skip that. Uh, anyway, uh, while the story might sound funny, the incident was serious. So stop laughing. Um, and I have a story to couple with this. My own personal story. But first, I have to play this in the background. Hang on a second. Let's start it from the top. Yeah. Okay, so on this day, uh, well, not today, but um, this day, my brother and I, uh, this happened in Texas. We were um, walking in the back, uh, in the back behind my parents' house, back when we lived at home, and we were taking a walk out by the woods. You know, we had a big old fat doobie that we we're gonna smoke, <laughs> and so we're just walking, kind of, you know, just kind of meandering, you know. Um, and dude, this, uh, this white rat—I kid you not. This white rabbit came out of nowhere, uh, and it was—it had to have been rabid, because this thing had its head cocked to one side, and it was—we were watching it from way out in the woods, and thing was coming right at us, man. And of course, we're high now by smoking the weed, and, and uh, we're watching this thing, and it's coming right at us, and it goes right between us, and just keeps going. It didn't try to bite us or anything, but very surreal. So, I, you know, there you go. There's just a little uh, story there. Okay, Grace, you can go now. Thank you very much. All right. Um, anyway, so that's that. And uh, do I have any more? Um, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're good there. So uh, I think we're going to go for a quick break, and we're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere. Back here at the 420 SF studio on Thursday evening. And I think I just might get this puppy wrapped up and out of here <clears throat> to uh, make it for Friday. A Friday drop. The uh, the original plan all along. If I can get back on track, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's my goal. So let's, uh, let's go. Um, I, I don't know if you have been watching any 
of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Dude, I, look, I was not going to get sucked into this thing. I kept hearing about it, hearing about it, and I thought, you know, I'll I'll listen in just, you know, out of curiosity. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> there is so much involved. Uh, and I thought I would share my thoughts and share the thoughts of the behavior panel. Now, I don't know if you know about these guys. The behavior panel are four gentlemen who are top, top experts in, uh, <laughs> in just about everything. I will let them uh, tell you all about it. Uh, well, introduce themselves anyway. Uh, where have I got that clip? Where have I got that clip? Uh, here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm Scott Rouse. I'm a body language expert and analyst, and I train law enforcement in the military in interrogation and body language. And I created the number one online body language course, bodylanguagetactics.com, with Greg Hartley. Mark? I'm Mark Bowden. I'm an expert in human behavior and body language. I help people all over the world to stand out, win trust, and gain credibility every time they communicate, including some of the leaders of the G7. Chase. I'm Chase Hughes. I'm a behavior expert. Did 20 years in the U.S. military, published a number one best-selling book on influence, persuasion, and people reading. And I teach corporate America and the general public today. Greg? Greg Hartley. I'm a former Army interrogator, interrogation instructor, resistance to interrogation instructor, written 10 books on body language and behavior, put together this bodylanguagetactics.com course with Scott, and I spend most of my time on Wall Street and in corporate America. Excellent. All right. Well, today okay, so there you go. These guys know their stuff, man. <clears throat> um, and so I'm going to take... Um, <clears throat> man, sorry about that. I'm going to take tidbits from them. I'm going to share my own... My own thoughts. <laughs> uh, this is so sorry. Um, yeah, I'm just going to share my thoughts on what I've seen so far. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there, right? Okay, let's go. <clears throat> man. If I can get my uh, my voice to cooperate, uh, <sighs> so tired. Um, yeah, I was up at three thirty this morning. Anyway, um, I've got issues. Uh, okay, so I I started. I I don't remember what day it was, uh, what day of the trial it was. Um, I want to say it's like day four. So I was trying to get caught up, and I, I'm going to do that over the weekend. Uh, why the weekend? Well, the trial has gone on uh, one-week hiatus, if you will. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if there were some issues. Uh, I know they had to replace two jurors, if I'm not mistaken. And so that may have been um, the catalyst for the break. So anyway, I, I know... That these folks behind the scenes, uh, you know, they're doing their homework. Ah, uh, you know, they've got <clears throat> they got a whole week to get you know refreshed. And uh, I tell you, okay, so here here's my uh, my thoughts, um, just from the outset. Uh, and neither one of them, <laughs> neither one of them are white as uh, the driven snow. 
Johnny, Johnny, ah, uh, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, he's got issues as far as uh, alcohol and drugs. Uh, supposedly he has cleaned himself up, uh, went through rehab, uh, and now that she's out of the picture, I think, uh, for the most part, I think he might be able to maintain. Uh, she was a big part of the whole uh, pushing his buttons. And and look, he's got a uh, he's got a past. Um, uh, well, you really, yeah, I can't go into it, but yeah, a lot of child abuse. And oh, good lord! I mean, to hear him talk about what he grew up in, not a good scene, you know, uh, lots of drugs and that, uh, anyway, um, and then, of course, uh, she has, um, codependency issues, and, you know, I mean, this and that and the other, uh, but, as far as the trial goes, I would, I would have to say that Johnny's kind of coming out ahead, um, after all, he is the plaintiff, she is the, uh, defendant, and, oh, I think she's, uh, she's got a counterclaim. Anyway, it's, uh, dude, this is, uh, for the stake of, um, something like, what, 10 million or 50 million? I don't, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm just barely scraping the surface right now. I'm gonna get caught up this weekend, but, uh, I'll, uh, I'm gonna, um, sort some of this stuff out. And I'll let you, uh, let the, uh, behavior panel, if you'd like to hear about what they have to say, you know, I apologize if that's not something that you want to hear, uh, I'll keep it very brief, um, I just, it's really, it's one of those trials that I didn't, look, I didn't think I'd get, you know, sucked up in it, but it's turning out to be, uh, something to watch, man. So, anyway, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see what the uh, the guys have to say. Hey, you're still here. Thank you. Thanks for hanging out. Um, okay, so finally, uh, this is going to be the last segment. Uh, and what I was going to do was... Uh, I'm going to do kind of a, a sweep through the uh, the whole uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial. You know, just just pick out some good parts, you know. Uh, forget about context. No, I kid. Um, but I think I'm, I may do something separate on that. Uh, but what I do want to do, um, and I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just... I'm just sharing a story that I keep hearing about former President Donald Trump, okay? I voted for the guy. I believe he did good things while he was in office. I firmly believe that we wouldn't have $5 gallon gas uh, if he was in office. So, yeah, but he... um, He deserves to be behind the scenes. Better seen, not heard, or, you know what I mean. Um, because he, he's very childlike. Uh, he does not, 
he doesn't know how to gauge himself. I, you know, who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, so case in point, okay? Hang on. This, uh, this article that I came across. Uh, well, I'll just read it. Uh, near the beginning of Donald Trump's uh, time in office, the then-president had a pressing question for his national security aides and administration blah, 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 administration officials. Uh, does China have the secret technology, a weapon even, to create large man-made hurricanes and then launch them at the United States? Are you kidding me? I mean, dude, really? Uh, so let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, and if so, as he continues, and if so, would this constitute an act of war by a foreign power and could the U.S. retaliate militarily? Uh, yeah, then President Trump repeatedly asked about this according to uh, two former senior administration officials and a third person briefed on the matter. <laughs> it's, uh, it's embarrassing. <coughs> uh, let's see. Uh, quote, it, it was almost too stupid for words, said a former, tr- uh, bah, a former Trump official, uh, intimately familiar with the then-sitting president's inquiry, uh, I did not get the sense that he was joking at all. And, it, it, you know, it, it sounds like something Trump would say. I, I'm sorry. He's just not fit. He would be a complete asset behind the scenes. Uh, his business acumen. Uh, you know, he gets things done. You know, he, he would be... He would be fantastic behind the scenes, as Joe Biden has people behind the scenes for him. But that's a puppet show, okay? Uh, I know Trump would not be a puppet. You know, he would lend himself in the best way possible. Uh, I will say this. I came across um, uh, a quote from, uh, uh, well, I'll paraphrase. It's basically from uh, um, Elon Musk saying... <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me let me find that because uh, I don't want to mess it up here. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, Elon Musk wants Donald Trump back on Twitter, uh, but that doesn't mean he's in favor of Trump retaking the White House. Uh, quote: Even though I think a less a less divisive candidate would be better in 2024, I still think Trump should be restored to Twitter. But I firmly believe that um, he would be better behind the scenes rather than up front. Uh, we can't have him. You know, I, I think if we could find someone um, yeah, less divisive, I mean, come on. Uh, even the even people on the right uh, are kind of like, eh, you know, I don't think so. So anyway, who am I? Again, um, I... I think that's going to be it. Um, I will look at perhaps doing a little uh, Depp Heard uh, courtroom drama. I don't know. I don't know. It's Friday. I want to get this thing out to you uh, ASAP. So I'm going to quit babbling. Oy. 
and uh, we're going to release it into the uh, clouds for you. And uh, we'll, uh, I guess we'll talk to you next time. So uh, we'll see you when we see you. And see you later. Peace out. Have a good weekend.